0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the one flesh podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. One flesh podcast is about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. Uh, my goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and build a marriage worth having. I do that alongside the purpose podcast, uh, every Sunday where we try to help men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, today again, I am sick as you might be able to tell from the voice, just like I was on Sunday. Um, And this is probably going to be a short episode. I've been having, there is some kind of bug going around that it was like a cold and then awful stomach issues. And uh, it's been a whirlwind. Like it has been tough. Uh, This is what I get for not pre-recording and having episodes stacked up, which I am going to do, especially for baby time. Uh, I'm going to probably do a couple book clubs. Uh, There's a book club that I owe everybody that I need to get started on that I'm hoping to get started on. Screw it, I'll do it tonight. Um, I've got a lot of reading to do tonight then. So um, that I owe everybody. So I'm hoping to get some of those recorded uh, for baby time. Um, but yeah, this is what I get for not having decent pre-recorded episodes is I get to record while I'm sick and then you get a short episode. And it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, I will... Uh, Today, oh, baby report. I kind of talked about it on Sunday. Uh, but baby is fine. As far as we know, we haven't had any appointments since the last time we talked, uh, baby shower went amazing. Uh, it was, it was really good. Uh, diaper party was absolutely awesome. Had a lot of people over. Uh, it was, it was excellent. It was really fun. Um, so much support, man. I, I can't ask for anything for anything more. Um, so grateful, uh, for all the people that are in our lives that showed up to support us. Uh some people that supported us when we probably didn't deserve it, you know, some relationships that uh I definitely haven't maintained the way that I wanted to, uh haven't maintained the way that I thought I would. And even still they showed up and they supported and brought us gifts and just so thankful. Like I, I can't tell you and, and then the people that couldn't show up that were still supportive, uh that have sent gifts. It's it's been amazing and I can't tell you how much um it's it's going to change my attitude for when other people have other things going on um when we're invited to other baby showers and and things like that it it, uh, you know do unto others uh as you would like to have done to you and uh i don't think i don't think that golden rule is very effective uh actually like I, i think there's a better rule um And I think that the golden rule kind of fails because the whole point is that, uh, people were doing unto us how we had not done to them and, uh, how do I, how do I put this? I'm walking myself into a hole. Sorry guys. This is, this is bad. Uh, anyway, they were doing unto us as maybe they would like for us to do unto them and, uh, some relationships there that, like I said, we just hadn't been very involved. Um, at least myself. And they showed up in full force to bless us, and it was pretty amazing. And so changing my outlook for the future, uh, what we're going to do for hopefully other people that that have kids and uh, any other kind of events uh, when we have somebody that has an event like that, um, really just uh, it's important to show support and to be there for those people and to do everything that you can to get them a good gift and, and something that's going to help uh because it means a lot to us, a lot of people did that for us this time around uh means a lot so wasn't really in the right headspace for that at the wedding. I don't think um at least I wasn't in as a grateful of a headspace uh for the wedding, but after the kid it's been it's been amazing. I will say that really <laughs> thankful for uh I guess God turning my attitude around and giving me a shift of attitude and uh for putting people. Uh, In my life, like Brett and uh, people that kind of turned me towards Jocko, uh, and some of those other people that have changed the way that I interact with people. Uh, Because some of those friendships may not have been there. You know, some of those I've had to repair, and I'm still not the most pleasant person to be around, I'm sure. But I know for a fact that uh, some of those friendships have benefited from some of the changes that I've made. And uh, just to be able to kind of see that and to see the support that we're getting uh, while having this kid it It makes me feel good to to think that uh maybe a little bit of my one eighty in my personality helped salvage some of those relationships, and now we have the support from those people to to help raise the kid so anyway, went very well if you if you can't tell so thank you to everybody if you're listening to this if you participated in all of that, thank you very much uh we really appreciated it as I've said. A lot. <laughs> uh hope y'all had a good time at the shower and the diaper party. Um so moving on uh from that. Uh everything's going really well. Nursery is up, nursery's done. I don't remember if I had said that last time, but nursery is almost there. We still have to hang decorations up on the walls, but I will probably delay that until D does it herself so that I don't have to do it. Uh I don't know if she can hear me or not, but that's kind of my uh my plan is to put that off until she just does it herself, which is not a good strategy. Actually, that's probably the worst piece of advice. That's not advice. That's just me telling you what's probably going to happen. <laughs> but uh, don't follow that. That's that's what not to do on the One Flesh podcast. But uh, that's probably what will happen. So I may help put some big decorations up. But what will well, actually, what will really happen is I'll put it off. She'll put it up in a way that's like not good, like just anchored into the she rock or something. And then I'll have to go back uh, because I can't handle that. And I'll do it on my own time later and do it better. That's probably the way it's going to go. Just a little dose of reality for y'all. That's, that's probably the way it's going to happen. Um, But yeah, nursery is done. Everything's good to go. I wanted to talk about, I talked about some goals on the last episode, uh, being grateful, you know, gratitude for the year beforehand. And then talked a little bit about goals going into 2024, uh, laid out some of my goals. Um, told you that I was thinking about goals. I don't know how many goals that I actually laid out, you know, some of the weight loss, stuff like that. And I hope to refine those. Uh, some of them have to do with my business. And I don't know if I want to put that out into public yet. Uh, but I do have a business and I'm not, I'm not really said what it is yet. I don't think. And don't know that I want to, uh, don't know that I want to share my strategy for that, but I've got some pretty heavy personal improvement goals. Uh, I want to keep reading. Uh, I really do want to read a lot. I kind of with the sickness in the way it's just excuses, but, uh, didn't really solidify my goals before January 1st. And so now I've kind of missed the train on, I want to do something every day for a year. Uh, obviously you can still do that January 1st doesn't count, but It's like January 1st went by and I didn't read and it was like, oh wow, now I can't say that I read every day in 2024 uh, because it passed me by and that's how quick it can happen. Uh, A whole month can go by and you don't even realize it, but uh, I want to read a lot more this year. I already read a lot, but really kind of slowed down when I wasn't in the 75 hard phases. And so I want to pick my reading back up, specifically reading my Bible, stuff like that. I don't know that I'm going to try to commit to a cover to cover read of the Bible yet, uh, there's a lot of things that I've got to wrap my head around before I try to get into something like numbers or <laughs> some of the more austere, uh, historical record of the Israelites and things like that. I may try to identify a couple of chapters or books in the Bible that I want to read fully through, uh, maybe like a, a committing to fully reading through the new Testament, uh, and some of the old Testament, like Job and stuff like that. But uh, I want to read a lot more of the Bible, do a lot more Bible studying. I want to read through uh, C.S. Lewis's works. I would like to get through those this year. Um, And then a a couple other books like uh, Taleb. I want to read through Anna Fragile. Uh, Part of the problem that hinders some of my reading is I'm a snob for books. And I like to have only the hard covers. So that kind of sucks. Because if I can't find a hard cover, I just won't buy it. Or... Or it's like expensive, you know, where the paperback is like $11. I'm like, no, I'll wait and save up and get the hardcover set, which is like $98, you know, for all the hardcovers in the series. And so, yeah, not very smart when it comes to that. And it kind of hinders some of my book reading. But I've got a lot that need to be read anyway. I've got a lot that haven't been read that I've honestly forgot about. So I would like to get through some of my backlog. I think with the paternity leave and the way that the kid is going to go, I'll probably uh, be able to read a lot you know I think reading out loud to kids is probably very important and as a newborn I don't know that you're not trying to keep them entertained so I don't know that it really matters if I read them like a child's book or if I read them like an adult's book I don't think it matters Uh, so I may just go in there and read them adult books like Jocko Willink or something and read out loud to them I may do that uh, because like I said I'm not trying to keep them entertained so What does it really matter as long as I'm reading to them and saying words in their direction? Uh, Maybe my kid will be uber smart. So uh, maybe he'll just come out, you know, like an extreme Jocko, like just the best leader ever at six months or something. But so that's kind of some of my personal goals. This is a one flesh episode. So uh, I did want to talk about a specific goal that I just came up with uh, when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about in this episode, but I think it's a very good goal and it's one that I think is really going to move my relationship forward. I think there will be other goals that come up that I want to try to achieve in the relationship, especially as the kid, uh, arrives. And as we deal with some of that, uh, obviously there will be fires to fight there and we will fight those fires and get through with it. But something that I think is going to help that a lot. Uh, I want to commit to a weekly date, um, I want to say probably at least an hour long date. Um, I'm hedging a little bit because of the child, but I want to do this for the whole year. And it's something I've still got time for because we are, you know, still within the first week of the year and it's a weekly date. So it's something that I could commit to all year. So 52 weeks worth of dates, I'm not going to commit to date night. I'm not going to commit to like a certain day or a certain time, which I still think is important. Uh, I think it's important to, eventually, as you get your life a little bit more regular, like last year, I could have said, we're going to do Friday afternoons and I'm going to stick to that. And, you know, Friday date night every single week, I could have stuck to that. Cause our, our, our weeks and days were pretty regular, like relatively regular. I don't know that I can commit to a week and a day. Cause you know, if it's Friday and she's shoving out a kid, then that won't work. And I would obviously have to fail. So I'm not going to set myself up with a bad goal from the get, but I do I am going to commit to a weekly date. So, at least 1 hour every single week and uh no matter what that is, whether that's at home, uh with the child without the child, doesn't matter, uh a weekly date and I think that we can do that, uh, you know. I, I I think it's possible no matter what, honestly. And <laughs> Like knock on wood, I'm not gonna mention any of the bad things that can happen with a child that could impede that. But I think that it's a lot more possible than what people would try to say. And I think that if I told them that goal, uh, with the stuff that I've got coming up now, they would laugh in my face. Uh I think a lot of people would, but I'm gonna do it. And uh, so that's my goal for twenty twenty four. Remember, you know, all these other things that we talk about, uh your finances, your fitness, all these people that are pushing goals. Uh, I kind of want to be, I don't know about the first, uh, first that I've ever really seen, but I want to push that improvement front in the marriage as well. Uh, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, they'll kind of skirt around how all this self-improvement stuff helps your marriage. Uh, but they, they don't ever like directly tie it into the marriage. They don't ever directly like set a goal inside your marriage and achieve that goal. It's always external, like some of the guys that I've heard. I've heard that there are people that do it. I haven't heard much, so I kind of want to push that narrative of, hey, look, all of this stuff that you're doing, like set a fitness goal. My fitness goal is to do X, and I'm going to do that on a certain time, like smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time bound. Set smart goals within your marriage. That's how you achieve new levels at your marriage. It's no different. It It, it is no different. It's It's a different type of relationship. Uh, different intensity of relationship um you can set goals in your friendships you can set goals in your marriage uh yeah set goals in your marriage uh specific i want to have a date it's going to be a date where we do something together where the sole intention of that hour is to be her and i together okay that doesn't mean that it can only be her and I, it can be a double date. It can be a date with the child, but the intention is for us to be hanging out together. The only purpose of that, the only intention of that time together is to spend time together. We're not there to uh, grocery shop. Grocery shopping doesn't count. Now, if we have an hour long lunch before we grocery shop, fair enough. Uh, dinner at at the house, the, the cooking doesn't count for that. But the dinner, eating dinner with one another, that's a date. Uh, whether the kid is there or not, so specific uh it's not I want to spend more time with my wife. It's not I want to spend some more time with my wife every week. It's I want to have a date measurable every single week. That's a measurement. you know whether you did it or not uh an hour long that's measurable at least an hour long. I don't and you know me uh if our da- if our lunch only lasts forty five minutes, we're gonna go find something to do for fifteen minutes uh if it lasts fifty minutes we're going to find something to do for 10 minutes, which is, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to make that joke. There's uh good people that listen to this, but um, if it's 57 minutes long, we're going to find something to do for three minutes. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, specific, measurable, attainable. I'm telling you, I think I can do this. Like, I don't care if she ends up having to spend, if we end up having to spend a week in the hospital, like I said, I don't want to say it, but. We'll have a hospital date. We'll get it figured out. Like, well, I'll go get something from the gift shop. I'll make it happen. We're gonna have a hospital date. Uh, we'll make it happen. It is attainable. Like I said, uh, there's obviously certain things that can happen, and and ex- what am what am I? What am, there's a word. Uh, not extracurricular. Anyway, um, extraneous circumstances that can sway this, but it is attainable. Uh, just because you have a kid doesn't mean that you can't set aside an hour every single week. Uh, I highly doubt that having a kid takes 24 hours of the day for seven days. Sometimes it might, but doesn't look like it's going to be like that for us. So, uh, realistic, very realistic. There's there's nothing not realistic about it. We can go on a date, or we can have a date at home, or we can have a date at the hospital. It's very realistic. So, uh time bound i want to do it for at least a year uh it's an hour long i want to do it every single week uh very time bound so specific measurable attainable realistic time bound and difficult uh so smart plus d if you haven't heard of this goal structure uh, a lot of people say smart goals i don't know where he got it or if it was just a professor i don't even remember the professor's name but i really like the fact that he said you need a smart plus d goal which means difficult uh the goals need to be difficult, so it kind of counterbalances the attainable. Is it attainable? Yes, but also we're going to make it difficult. So smart plus d, I guarantee you this is going to be difficult. I guarantee you that with the kid and everybody and all that stuff uh, with you know postpartum all of those things, having a good date especially through that period is going to be difficult and then afterwards uh, being willing to set the time apart attention intentionally weekly to have that date. Uh, I guarantee you it's going to be difficult and I know it's going to be difficult because like I said people will laugh at me when I tell them this I I promise you I'm not going to go around talking about it other than on the podcast but I promise you if it comes up there's going to be somebody that's like oh yeah whatever dude like don't worry about that just have the kid and and deal with that stuff later there's going to be people that brush it off I, I promise so I know it's difficult anyway guys I'm really stuffy uh kind of tired of talking uh it's very difficult to talk right now, so that's the episode for today um set goals in your marriage for twenty twenty four uh in your relationship maybe the goal is to get married uh whatever it might be. set goals in your marriage, treat it just like any other aspect of your life fitness uh finances I want to save more money in twenty twenty four um business I want to achieve a certain amount of sales in twenty twenty four set those smart plus d goals no reason you can't do that in your marriage absolutely none as a matter of fact there is all the reason that that should be a very specific place that you do it because it is is pivotal i think that's a word uh, it is very important in your life uh, to have your marriage on lock for all of those other all of those other aspects all of those other all of those other uh, areas of your life your marriage will affect those whether you think it will or not Uh, It'll affect those greatly, especially if you're doing it right. It will, if you're doing marriage right, those areas will skyrocket in performance if you're doing this with your marriage. So that's my challenge to you. Set a smart plus D goal in your marriage and then achieve it. If you need an accountability partner, I promise you I am here. If you don't want an accountability partner, uh, if you don't want me as an accountability partner, I know Bret Hart will do it. I will get you in touch with Bret Hart. I will caution you. Brett and I don't give up. Uh, say don't give up. Sometimes we have quit, but from an accountability standpoint, uh, you're not going to find anybody more committed to keeping you accountable to that goal than Brett and I. I promise that. Not a single person. Uh, Brett and I, we go hard in the paint. We've tried to be accountability partners with some other people, just not having it. They just don't, don't get it. Uh, there are people that are more accountable than us and more disciplined than us, but as far as personal people that I know, uh, if you need an accountability partner, Brett and I will do it. Uh, we do not take it lightly. So you're more than welcome to join us. I'm actually going to challenge Brett to do the uh, the same thing. I don't know if it's going to be the date or what. Uh, maybe he'll listen to this episode before I get around to challenging him. But uh, he's married. He's got a wonderful wife. And uh, I'm going to challenge him to do the same thing. And he and I are going to be accountability partners. and it's going to be great. We're going to get it done. So anyway, guys, that's all I've got for you. Go follow me at the underscore purpose podcast, uh, tune in on Sundays to the purpose podcast, the Sunday series. I, I have spoken too soon in the past, but it's okay, uh, to have wishful thinking. I think you're going to get a guest this weekend. (gasps) Yeah. Shocker. So I think it's going to be a repeat guest, but uh, I'm very excited about it. He's already confirmed that he's available. Uh, we'll see if he's able to follow through, I think he should be not saying he's an unreliable guy, but things happen. Uh, it's happened to me in the past with multiple people where I'm like, Hey, y'all are going to get a guest. And then they have something come up as everybody does. So I'm hesitant to even mention it, but, uh, tune in on Sunday because I think you're going to get a pretty good episode. Anyway, guys, thanks. And I'll holler at you later.